thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Hello, people. <laughs> this is the best part of the show. I come in just because I can. Yeah, I do. Hope you guys are having an awesome day. Yeah, hope you are. This is called Live Like That. It's by Sidewalk Prophets. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Hi, Mia. Hi, Stephen and Jordan. Live like that? I do. Yo! Have you guys ever seen this here? Have you seen one of these? Isn't this super cool? This is what you call something to play with. It's one of the coolest things ever. Alright. That's right, it's DNA elongated. I forgot the actual name of it. I can tell you in a minute, hold on a minute. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the real name. Ah, that's what it's called. Okay, people. So, again, that was sideway, Sidewalk Prophets. Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. So, actually, what this is called is you can get, right now, ChristianBook.com is having a sale. It's one of their, their big sales of the year. And it's called You Fidget. And, um, anyway, it comes, basically, you fidget with it. That's the name. You fidget. I know. I bring you the funnest stuff ever, don't I? Okay. So basically, in your package, you can do this. And I bought these for the kids at Awana that I teach. And this is it. It comes, you know, there's four colors. And you just fidget with it. It's called You Fidget. Right now, it's on sale for $2.19. Yeah. So I bought, I bought one for all the kids in my Awana class. And an extra one for me, I have to admit it. <laughs> so you can go over to christianbook.com and get one. Or two or ten or whatever, you know, and just use it. I was telling Randall, this shows you how goofy I am. I was telling Randall, you know what? I thought that you were supposed to be able to like to snap things into place and, and make little, create little figures and stuff. And Randall's like, no, it doesn't like stick together. And then he went ahead and he 
was able to make an S with it. He laid it on the on the table and he was doing all this stuff. He's like, and that's a duck. And I'm like, I'm just standing there going, I didn't know my man was that talented. Me, all I'm doing is just putting it back the way it came, just so you know. Well, it's like tangrams, you know, tangram <laughs> puzzles. So. Yeah, well. Anyway. Well, just so you know. All right, so there's a couple of things in this show we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about our normal stuff, you know, that we talk about. But we're also going to thank you all for doing everything that you do for us for always and forever. And for always and forever. Okay, now I just have a question. How many of you have heard of the restaurant called Chicken Salad Chick? Have you ever heard of this this restaurant? It's called Chicken Salad Chick. Okay, now, I lived in California my whole life, practically, and I never heard of this, this, this place called Chicken Salad Chick, okay? Now, we know here on Periscope and other places, there's Smart Chick, but it's not Chicken Salad Chick. But here's the thing. Chicken Salad uh, Chick is actually a restaurant... You've never heard of it? Hi, Anna. So it's it's actually a restaurant that, guess what? Their main, the main food that they serve is chicken salad. <laughs> you guys haven't either? Okay, so I don't know. Uh, hi, Mark. I don't know. I have no clue, like, where they're located in the world. I guess there's some in Atlanta. Now there's one here in my local city in Tennessee. But apparently, this is the only restaurant that I know of. Um, the The... The only restaurant that I know of um, that is literally geared toward women. And if you if you look up Chicken Salad Chick, and that's C-H-I-C, if you look that up, you'll see the logo is actually a woman, a.k.a. Chick. And if you go into this restaurant, it's totally foo-foo-y. Like, and my friend that I was just having lunch with, she actually said that they only serve, they, they serve turkey because of men that might actually come into the restaurant. And what's really interesting to me, just from a marketing standpoint, is that when I was looking in this restaurant, because I'd never been in it until earlier today, almost everybody in there, with the exception of one man, <laughs> was a woman. <laughs> is that weird? I mean, I've never actually heard of an actual restaurant um, targeting only half of the population for their food. But apparently they did, so that was for free. Okay, now here's the other thing, and this is just for fun. I don't know how many of you know what a, uh, you know, uh, what a cr cricket cutie is, but Randall's going to put that up on the screen. You want me to do that now? Yeah, I figure at the beginning of the show. Oh, okay. Before we get into the serious stuff. Surprise me. Really? Did I? Oh, sorry. My bad. I'll so, don't worry. Yeah? Okay. All right. So, a cricket cutie is what Randall's going to put up on the screen in a minute because it's going to take him a second to get there. Okay. Um, is it there? I'll just put it like up next to you and let me, okay. let me adjust the uh, <laughs> colors. It looks kind of drab. So it, it does. It does. I'm going to. I'm seeing the sneak preview. By the way, I should say hi to everybody. Bit. There's Steph who came in, Jordan. Let's see who else has came in. Rachel. Melanie, Stephen, and Anna. I don't know if you were actually rude over there, Anna. If you were, I didn't know about it. <laughs> Sorry, if you were. Okay. 
Let's uh, go with that. Oh, that looks good. Okay. Okay, so... <laughs> okay, you see that really cute little thing right there? That is called a cricket cutie. All right, and I want one. Okay, so this, so I'm appealing to your, to my audience because, because many years ago I wanted a sock puppet. Or wait, no, is this what was it? A was sock monkey. A sock monkey. Okay, but I don't have the extra income to just go throw away money. Not that I want you all to throw away money, but the, here's the thing. You see how cute that is? It's it's cute. I mean, it actually lives up to its name. It's Cricket Cutie. <laughs> and they're selling these on eBay. It's the only place that you can get it. Apparently, here's the story, okay? So Cricket is, like, for those of you who actually, um, uh, it, it's like a, they, it's a machine that helps you make stuff, like stickers and T-shirts and stuff like that. But anyway, apparently the only way that you can get the, the, the Cricket here one of these is, I guess they have a mystery box, and maybe sometimes when you buy one of the Cricut products, they actually include one of these little cute things in there. And it's literally called the Cricut Cutie. They come in different colors. I like this green one, this mint green one, personally. But Bible News Radio doesn't have, like, excess money to just go buy something super cute. So I thought that I would throw this out to you, those of you in my audience who love me and want to humor me. And just challenge you all to buy me one of these. Now, I, I know. <laughs> I have friends. <laughs> Not kidding. <laughs> I have one friend in particular who would be like, really? I cannot believe you're so cheap that you're begging your audience for one of those, right? But here's my reasoning. It's really cute. It really is. And if Joel Com can ask his followers to give him socks... I thought, well, what the heck, you know, if you guys want to band together and buy me one or two of these cricket cuties, then they can become like my unofficial mascot of Bible News Radio. Because I think, you know, somebody asked me, well, what is it about that that you like? And I said, well, it just makes me it just makes me smile, you know. Melanie says, can we start a GoFundMe? <laughs> you can head it up, Melanie. So here's the thing. Apparently, these are pretty hard to get um, unless you, you like, um, you know, do anything. But but that one right there is green. They come in purple, pink, blue, various colors. And um, and I don't know about you, but it just there's just something about the cricket cutie there that it just warms my heart. It really does. You know, it's it, funny. I just found on Facebook the Cricket Cutie Exchange page. There is. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, and there's but like you, one post. Right, you can't, because ex- they're so hard to get. But there's some on eBay starting <laughs> as low as 20 bucks, And then there's, you know, oh, there's Randall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, it's... It's funny. The single post is the, the somebody put... Change the profile picture with this, with this gold cutie on it. Right. And um, well. <clears throat> and then um. and then the comment. There's one comment that says, "I have a gold cutie. I'll trade for green, purple, or pink cutie." Yep. The same. That was 41 weeks ago. <laughs> and Vicky Val four weeks ago asked, "Is your gold cutie still available?" And that's the entirety of 
of dialogue on I, this cricket cutie. Okay, so how I found out about this, though, is I have a friend who... I take it back. There's one from February 13th. Okay. I, I have a friend who actually has three of these, right? And she, Get out. Three. She, she mocks me because she'll do Instagram videos and stuff. And in the background, she has these little things. And I didn't know what they were. So I finally asked her. I said, so what is that? Yeah, one's on eBay for a 99 bucks, Stephen. It's 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 unbelievable. So that's why I, you know, I thought, what the heck? You know, Bible says, ask and ye shall receive. And yes, maybe it sounds silly, but you know what? I'm being vulnerable. I am. Your sweet and lovable host. <laughs> uh, but, you know, she mocks me. I actually put up a post on my Instagram today. I'm still looking for one of these. She sent me back a laughing emoji with the, the tears coming down. I'm like, really? You know, seriously? You won't give up one of your three for me, your friend? Huh? Anyway, so wanted one cricket cutie. I don't care the color. I'm not prejudiced. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So um, could churches be forced to hire LGBT employees? That is our lead story. So we're going to go ahead and look at that. Uh, let's see here. Got to find the article because we got a lot to look at. Yesterday we dedicated the the, the show to um, you know, to the remembrance of of um, George H. W. Bush. I yeah, knew you'd get it. I was rooting for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, let's see here. I'm trying to I'm trying to find my story. Oh, here it is, right here. Gosh, found it. Do you have a heater running? Yeah. Do you want me to turn it off? No, I just wondered what the noise was. That's I can shut it off because I'm getting warm now. It's been super cold in here. Right. It's like 29 degrees here. I mean, it's cold. You Californians complain about 50 degree weather. <laughs> Wimps. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. Okay. Okay, so this is over on CBNnews.com. Okay. I don't think so. And if so, it wouldn't be in any other church but the Protestant churches. Okay. So here is the the title on CBN News. Christian groups fight back against Austin, Texas city code that could force churches to hire LGBTQ employees. Hi, Aaron. Okay, it says here, churches in Austin, Texas may soon be forced to hire homosexual and transgender employees, including pastors, if a city ordinance is implemented. The city says it guarantees, quote, the opportunity for each person to obtain employment without regard to race, religion, color, uh, sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, national origin, age, or disability, unquote. The Houston-based U.S. Pastor Council and the Texas Values Organization is suing the city in federal court over the code. Both groups argue that the ordinance forces churches to go against their biblical beliefs and does not include uh, a religious exemption for churches in Austin that refuse to hire homosexual or transgender people as employees, including pastors. Austin city officials are not backing down. No, they're not, because they're, they're Austin city officials. This is Texas, people. They defend the ordinance, which basically says churches have no right to insist their employees accept and practice the church's teachings on homosexuality. <clears throat> Non-discrimination is a core value in Austin, and we need to defend it. Austin Mayor Steve Adler told KXAN-TV. Now, don't you find that statement funny in itself? Yes. <laughs> Think non-discrimination. There's something wrong with that. Because non-discrimination is discrimination. That's why it's funny if you actually think about it. Anyway, so it says here, 
U.S. Pastor Council Chapter President Dave Welch uh, warned that if the ordinance is enforced, it will be just a matter of time before all First Amendment protections collapse in the U.S., which is I agree with. He told the Christian Action Network, it's time for churches across the country to stand and fight. Yeah, it is. Welch noted that Christians can't wait to watch, wait and watch on this issue because this puts the church at large at a disadvantage trying to fight back when it's already too late. In the past, uh, we have too often waited and watched from the sidelines silent, he told CAN. We decided that it's not possible anymore. That's not acceptable. The bottom line is that the threat to any of our constitutional protections is a threat to all of our constitutional rights, Welch, Welch continued. Forcing churches to violate core convictions is not acceptable. Once government does so, all of our constitutional protections are essentially gone, all gone for all of us across America. Now, I know if you guys have listened to me for any length of time, bye Jordan, thanks for coming in. Um, then you already know that I've stated a gazillion times that the prevailing worldview or the conflict is essentially um, anti-discrimination laws versus religious freedom laws, right? And those two cannot like mutually exist. They can't coexist, you know, as everybody wants to say, oh, let's just coexist. Well, you can't coexist because one di one is diametrically opposed to the other. And the one that always has to cave, unfortunately, is the, the, the people who are caving are, are the Christians because they're doing it under the guise of, well, if we don't, then we're not loving people. No, we're not. We're haters and intolerant, hateful bigots and stuff if we just don't love this situation essentially where they're putting us, you know, you know, in a compromising position, which is absolutely ridiculous. So, so, um, but the thing is, this is the issue. The thing is, is these non-discrimination laws were intentionally put in place in order to discriminate against Christians biblical with biblical worldviews and to also attack, uh, any Bible believing church that absolutely upholds, uh, the biblical view of homosexuality. And that's the truth. Uh, so could, uh, could this situation force churches to hire LGBT people? Yep, absolutely. And so then the question is, and this is why your spiritual leader, your pastor, AKA pastor is very important. Cause if that man or, or if that man, we'll, we'll stick with men. If that man is a wimp and can't stand up for the biblical values in the Bible, then you don't want that man as your pastor anyway, <laughs> because he's a wimp. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. And that's all I got to say on that. Unless Bareface wants to say something. Sure. You know, what if, what if someone was saying, well, the NAACP has to hire racist, has to hire card carrying KKK members or that PETA at their offices has to hire, you know, avowed, proud, you know, uh, game hunters. You know, it's, oh, Pete uh, is so liberal, though. I know, but you I know, I mean, Pete was... doesn't protect animals. That's the irony of that all. Yeah, I, I have so many friends who are like animal lovers. They hate Peta because Peta is actually a 
um, a lobbying group, and it does not actually really protect animals, the irony of it all. Anyway, that's a whole nother so, subject. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, it is. You know, just kind of principles. People say, well, why would anybody, why would the... Why would the uh, big game hunter want to work at PETA? Why would the KKK member want to work at the NAACP? They really wouldn't. They see, you know, they see those as conflicting viewpoints. I don't want to help those people out, whatever. Well, what what does the, you know, the transgender or the homosexual, what do they want to do? Why would they want to work for, uh, you know, a, a church? Uh, that you know whose biblical principles mm-hmm. uh don't approve the lifestyle well they'd want to work in order to bring the organization down to and uh, you know for for centuries people try to disprove the bible etc and now it's just by using law law aside <laughs> and things to make the you know biblical the conservative biblical viewpoint uh, not applicable in, in in daily life. You can believe what you want, you can think what you want, but you can't say it in public. You can't practice it in your church. Yep. You can't just. That's you know, the end goal, actually. Yeah, they've if, stated if, that actually. Oh yeah, if you know, they've actually stated that. And you be careful saying anything about it in your home because we've got your. Amazon Echo and Google Home in there to listen to what you're doing in there. Don't be teaching to your children because that's abuse. And we've seen cases homeschooling yep. where, mm-hmm. where you know. Anyway, so it's like you can be a Christian. That's fine. Just keep it in your head. Don't let anything come out of your mouth. Don't write anything about it. You know. And that's yeah. That's that's the goal. You know, because we can't. You know, can't. Well, the, the the doctrines can't be disproved or discredited, so we'll just make them illegal, yeah. as as the Soviet Union and other, you know, the past and current communist uh, regimes have done. Yep. Well, and that's the thing, you know, and I don't. It's so subtle, and there are so. I I got a text message from one of my people on my text message. I don't know if she's tuned in or not, but she responded to. Um, to the title of the show, is, uh, could tor- churches be forced to hire LGBT employees? And her response just in the text message was, sure, why not? If they can do the job, that's not the point. That isn't the point. That is not the point. Because, you know, and and that's not the point. And that tells you, that that response tells me that that's why I have to keep doing what I'm doing. Because until people understand that that's not the issue, that's not the issue not the issue yeah we're not talking about hiring people to uh you know uh do parking right whatever you know parking control or 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 janitor or you know whatever mm-hmm. you know uh, for counselors on staff or you know yeah whatever bob said look what happened inside the catholic church um, yeah well, it's it is. It's the same thing. Rachel says Christians do not budge, stand, also pray. Look what just happened in California with that bill. Yeah, and oh. that's but see that's the end game, which brings up our next story. And I got to thank Julie Royce, who used to write for Moody Radio. Uh, she used to have a show over there for putting this on her blog. We're just going to show the video, but this this is a young lady named Alexis Lightcap, 
and she's a young lady. She's she's a young lady. This is her story, um, and this concerns her standing up to the transgender issue in her school, um, and and all that. And I think I think that we need to learn from this young woman. Um, so Randall's going to play her video, and then we'll talk about that a little bit too. So when you're ready. I always say my life can literally be a book. When I was in foster care, I didn't interact with anyone. I completely lost my voice because of being in foster care. I, I, I just wasn't who I was supposed to be. I was just, I was an orphan. It, it was lonely. The first night I got taken away from my mom, I was talking to my little sister, who was two at the time, and she was just like, I wanna go home. I was like, I do too, I really do. And I was like, but we'll go home eventually. But I stopped saying eventually because I knew I lost all hope. But when I like got adopted, it was, indescribable. Imagine being like just becoming a part of something that you know is forever. When I got my new name was when I became someone new and it might seem like some such a simple thing for someone but before I didn't I wasn't part of a family. I was a part of a system. I completely lost my voice. I lost who I was. My parents taught me that your voice matters. You have a say in this world, and you need to speak up for yourself. You know, justice was never served for my sister and I when we were in a foster care system. And when I don't see that happening, I just have to say something. If anything, I would never have expected it to be at school that I would encounter something like this. So one day when I was in school, well, I walked into the bathroom, and immediately when you walk into the bathroom, there's actually a mirror there. And I saw a reflection of a man. It, my body went into immediate shock. I immediately ran out, and I went to the administration at the school to report what I had seen in the bathrooms. After Alexis encountered that guy in the girl's bathroom, she turned and ran out of the restroom and we actually have video footage of her fleeing the restroom in fear. Uh, she went to our grade level principal, Dr. Foley, and Alexis told Dr. Foley about what had happened to her, how scared she was, how concerned she was, but Dr. Foley didn't seem to care. He didn't listen. He didn't fix it. He basically told her, this is the new school policy and this is the way things will My voice didn't matter, I knew that. I wish that the school had protected my privacy somehow. It felt like a specific group of people were protected while the greater population was not. One of the big issues with these policies is they are tailored to a small group of students at the expense of every other student in the school. We don't know exactly when the school passed its new bathroom and locker room policy. It did not notify parents. It did not notify the vast majority of students at Boyertown High School. In fact, the only people that it notified 
were the couple of individual students who identify with the opposite sex and wanted access to the opposite sex's facilities. School administrators need to ensure that they're creating policies that protect everyone's privacy and everyone's dignity and everyone's safety, not just the privacy of a few. I don't want a man in the bathroom with me. I'm already uncomfortable in my body trying to grow up and you know I have a 13 year old sister who goes to the school. I don't want her going into a bathroom where a male is allowed to just walk in there. Alexis is a strong, courageous, vivacious young woman. She's been through a lot at the hands of various government systems. She's been through a lot in her young life. And the school administration has a duty to her individually and a duty to every single one of the students who have been entrusted to their care. And that is to protect their privacy, to protect their safety. And the school administration failed her in that. She reported her concerns, she brought it to the adults in the room, the adults who should have been protecting her, and they ignored her voice. These policies are infiltrating not only our public school systems, but our public institutions as well. So these are issues that impact all of us. I've been fighting for this long to have my voice heard. Why would I want to silence myself, you know? I have a chance to speak up. In that moment, I knew I had to do something. There was actually already a lawsuit ongoing with a male plaintiff named Joel Doe. But Alexis heard about the ongoing lawsuit and she realized she offered a different perspective as a young woman. She chose to stand up and lend her voice to the lawsuit as well. She didn't have to, but she wanted to ensure that a woman's voice and perspective on privacy was heard in this litigation. I'm a female representative for all those people who don't feel like they have a voice. I think helping someone realize that they're more than what's happening to them, that they're, they have a voice. So whatever that may be, I want to help someone find it. All right, so isn't that great, you guys? Wasn't that, like, totally inspiring? Now, I don't know about you, but that girl rocks. Yeah, she does. What do you think, Bareface? Well, I I think the video was really well done. Yeah, it was. Really this video maker, it's awesome. Yeah, I just <laughs> Told the story really well. And... Told the story really well. I like just the subtle things, like in the spinning globe when it stops, yeah. like a world stops. Alliance Defending Freedom they... brings in millions of dollars so they yeah. can afford to, you know, yeah. have high flute and video. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. But, but yeah, it's... it's, it's uh... It's it's done under the guise of oh we need to protect the few and mm -hmm. privacy, but and this is a kid saying this, right? Yeah, but yeah, but really, it's you know in in days of old, <laughs> you know where you know it was the needs of the you know the needs of the many outweighed uh -huh. the needs of the few or the Did one. Did you just mute somebody in our chat room? No. Okay, whoever muted that rude comment, thank you. I oh. didn't do it. I had nothing to do with it. I was like right Damn. here. So, uh, yeah, there's some rude comments coming in from um. people who are upset with what we just showed, calling us ignorant bigots and stuff. Anyway, but, 
you know, it used to be that, you know, the needs of the many outweighed the needs of the few or the one. Little little geek. Um Right. Thanks for inviting humor followers. there. Anyway, Natasha, I pr- but and easy easy is calling us a hate a hate scope. Well, we're, yeah, yeah, we are. We're a hate scope. Yeah, yeah, we are. So we're gonna mute you, just so you know. Now you can't say anything else. Oh. <laughs> we we hate injustice. Oh, so. you're you're reporting them, Aaron. Okay, good. So yeah, I, I feel you know for these for these few students, mm-hmm. I don't know how many it was two, three, maybe six. You know that identify as the opposite gender. You know, I I feel for them. I I suit. I actually do, you know, I have compassion for them. You know, whatever is going on, uh, you know, physically, mentally, whatever, that um, moves them in that direction or influences in that direction, it needs to be addressed. And if they don't feel comfortable with that, then, you know, you know, maybe arrangements can be made that they can use the teacher's facilities and or something like that or... You know, if it's really a serious issue, they can, you know, designate one area as the gender-neutral restroom. It's ridiculous. Okay, first, I know, I know, okay but, but first of all, okay, so this young lady's <clears throat> response was initially fear. Rightly so. Okay, because there actually have been numerous uh, articles out yep. there talking about how men have come in and assaulted women in the girls' bathroom. Which happened before, but right. now they've got... Now they, now have they can walk in. They don't have to sneak in. Right. They just, well, maybe maybe he identifies as a she, so... You know what's really bothersome to me is that we now live in a culture where the normal god-given reaction of a person to something evil or unnatural is now not protected right whereas the evil and the unnatural is and you know yesterday i'm just gonna say it yesterday i'm going back to the the funeral of george hw bush which i know uh, final was finalized today in in uh, texas but just the vitriolic unbelievable vile comments that came through on facebook Facebook alone, in fact, it would crack me up. Beth Moore, who, you know, is pretty famous and everything. Beth Moore tweeted last night on Twitter, oh, you know, so nice to see the civility and all this about Trump and blah, blah during the during the thing. And I tweeted her, and I, I tweeted her after I saw that tweet. I bust up laughing when I saw it. I tweeted Beth, and I said, apparently you didn't watch the funeral service on Facebook where there was nothing but attacks on Trump and on anybody that supported George Bush. George Bush was called a murderer and all this other stuff. I mean, there is there is a severe lack of true civility, which actually, you know, hey, Vicky, which actually, um, you know, fulfills Bible prophecy. You know, the Bible says the love of many will grow cold. And, um, and Stephen saying, my friend took his children out of school because of this transgender mess. I recently had uh, an interaction um, with somebody who identifies as transgender. In fact, I had a whole, I had an hour conversation with them um, because of a business matter. Um, it was very interesting, but you know, I, I have to. So, so you just, <laughs> you just don't know. But going back to this girl, and if you came in late, you're gonna have to watch this. If you got to admire the courage of this young woman, you know. I mean, she's barely, you know, not, I don't even think she's 20. She's, you know, a high school. She's in high school. She's, she's in high, high school. school. So it's like, yeah. you know, good for her for standing up. Uh, for. I'm going to guess that she's 15 because I think she alluded that she was 
two years older than her younger sister. I could be wrong. And yeah. she mentioned her sister is 13. You have a 13-year-old <laughs> sister, so she's probably 15, maybe yeah. 16. So let's go to our next story. We're going to get to some other stuff. But let's go to the AP one, Randall. The um, Randall graduated from Azusa Pacific in, uh, University, which is oh, a... Cri- APU which, one. Which is a Christian school, Okay. And there's a new article over on CBN News titled, Two Resigned from Azusa Pacific University's Board of Trustees, Citing Drift from from Faith and Core Principles. Again, isn't this Bible prophecy coming to life? Two members of the Board of Trustees of Azusa Pacific University, a.k.a. APU, uh, the first Christian college on the West Coast resigned last week, arguing the major evangelical university has, quote, drifted, unquote, from its mission, and that its new ideology is at odds with many of its policies, statement of faith, and even the Bible itself. In an exclusive, the website WorldNet Daily, or WND, formerly WorldNet Daily, reports Raleigh Washington, a prominent pastor known for his leadership of the Promise Keepers Men Movement, and Dave Diaz, a Sacramento area business executive, submitted their letters of res- resignation to Azusa's Board of Trustees. Azusa's main campus is located in the San Gabriel Valley in Azusa, California. Washington had served on the Board of Trustees for 15 years, and he told WND he had brought ample evidence to the Board's attention over the last six years that the administration and a large portion of the faculty were, quote, promoting a progressive ideology that clashed with the institution's statement of faith and core principles, unquote. After fervent prayer and with integrity of heart, I cannot continue to be a part of these violations of God's word, he wrote in his resignation letter. I fear the spiritual consequences of this lack of correction and discipline. As CBN News reported last September, which was, you know, we reported this too, the university came under fire after reversing its policy on banning public LGBTQ relationships on campus after caving into pressure from activists, which, by the way, those activists harassed and persuaded the APU people for well over a year as they were actually, you know, trying to indoctrinate them with the LGBT lobby uh, agenda. So it says here, um, however, the Board of Trustees said they never approved the change and have reinstated the policies. Um, actually, let me go back. Last Last September, the university came under fire after reversing its policy on banning public LGBTQ relationships on campus after caving into pressure from activists. However, the Board of Trustees said they never approved the change and have reinstated the policy. That action concerning romanticized relationships was never approved by the board and the original wording has been reinstated, the board said in a statement. We pledge to boldly uphold biblical values and not waver in our Christ-centered mission. We will examine how we live up to these high ideals and enact measures that prevent us from swaying from that sure foot long, the statement continued. Sure footing. That's what I meant. <laughs> For some reason. You're hungry. You I want was, to go to Subway. <laughs> no, I was just thinking that. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. <laughs> it's funny that you thought what I was thinking. That's so weird. Anyway, anyways. <laughs> what happened with the student handbook was an indication of a bigger problem that exists, and that problem is theological drift from what is required of an evangelical Christian university. By the way, this episode is not brought to you and sponsored by Subway. Uh, Diaz agreed with Washington's statement. I have a deep concerns about the long-term viability of APU as the God First University. Which is the school's motto, by the way. Right. David Poole, board chairman for APU's Board of Trustees, responded in an email to CBN 
news on Tuesday, writing, the board is firmly committed to upholding the biblical values that undergird the university, and it will not waver in providing leadership toward our Christ-centered mission. We recognize that disagreements can arise even between people who share the same goals and convictions. Despite the assertions made by those who resigned, the board stands united in our commitment to our evangelical Christian identity. According to the university's website, the school was founded in 1899 and is a community of individuals representing diverse Christian backgrounds, but whose core identity is built on the Wesleyan holiness tradition. Honestly, I think the two that resigned were, were smart because I actually believe that in time, just, you know, in time, the remaining people will cave and I think the LGBT lobby will get their way ultimately because that's their goal. And um, I don't think, frankly, there's a lot of there's there's I think it takes a real true believer to to stand up. And I don't think that there are that many of those. Yeah, the fact that they caved and then under pressure and then under more pressure reversed the decision. And this article, if it's true that the board of trustees never, never uh, agreed to or never, um, you know, approved that policy change, it was just administration at the school that yeah. did the policy change, then I, I did, I'd fire that administration because something like school policy has to, you know, has to be approved by the, the, the board. Uh, trustees, I would think, I don't know the bylaws of school, but any other sort of organization <clears throat> that has a board of trustees, you know, just like a, a commercial enterprise that has a board of directors, you know, it's that board that governs the, the organization. Uh, you know, there's administration, there's uh, people, you know, employed people that run the day-to-day stuff, but under under the supervision of the board. And so, yeah, the board of trustees never approved that policy change. Then I think, especially policy change like that, then I would say the board of trustees just should really just say fire these people. But if look who came into our room, Pastor Pete did. All right. Hey, Pastor Pete. I know you're Welcome. not going to stay long, probably. But hi, nice <laughs> to see you, buddy. I haven't seen Pete. Pastor Pete in a long time. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Pedro. Um, but, uh, yeah. Can I make a correction about something I said earlier? Please do. I think Anna, thank you, Anna, if you're still watching. Yeah. Earlier I was talking about chicken salad. Uh, Chick. Chick, the restaurant, which nobody has ever heard of in our audience. It's actually chickensaladchick.com and it's C-H-I-C-K. So there is a K at the end. So I thought it was just to see like smart chick, but it's actually not. It's chickensaladchick.com. You can go there and learn more about chicken salad in your area. <laughs> and <laughs> if you this want. episode not sponsored by Chicken Salad Chick either. Nope. Um, hey, Just the Facts is here. You must have got my letter. Hey, JDF. He's here. Okay, wait. Ooh. Everybody, this is like homecoming day. This is it. If, we we if, should have some sort of yeah, yeah. music playing, some I sort know. of fanfare. Like, oh the, my gosh, JDF is, first of all, JDF, Jeff, Just the Facts is Scott. <clears throat> and and Scott, uh, number of years ago, I'm going to embarrass you. I'm just saying so you know, Number of years ago, when we were on Blog Talk Radio, this man not only gave us one of the biggest donations we ever got in history of Bible News Radio, yes. which wasn't Bible News Radio at the time, but okay. he was on Derek. No, I was on Derek Gilbert's show at the time, PID Radio. And Derek, oh. you guys know he hosts Skywatch TV with Sharon now. 
And anyway, Scott learned about me in that interview, which was years ago that Derek interviewed me. And then he started watching our show. Every day, he would be like the only person in the Blog Talk Radio chat yep. room forever. Yep. And then we left Blog Talk Radio and came to Periscope. And there he is. It's so nice. Well, we're already at Periscope. We just, I know. but it's Anyway. <sighs> so recent, recently, I wrote 10 people a, a letter. Yeah, see, he says, yes, it's true. Anyway, and so, hugs. <laughs> I was like, dear Scott, I miss you. Where'd you go? I haven't seen you in forever. Uh, anyway, um, so, oh. yeah, and then Pastor so, Pete came in. All right, so. <clears throat> so, yeah, APU, yeah. I Your alma mater. Uh, yeah, um, Raleigh, Washington, I know him. I'm not familiar with the other guy. Oh, you know but, him? Yeah, just from. Okay. Anyway, not, not personally. We're not like right. buddies or anything. Well, but, but Randall I know graduated the name from this college. That's the point. Um, hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I recently, well, I guess over four years ago, um, convinced a younger cousin of mine to attend there because of the experience I had there that it really was a God first Fun. school mm-hmm. back in the 90s. Um, okay. We don't got much time. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so... Yeah, it's just, it's just been interesting. You know, they've been calling me a lot for... Donations. Yeah. And it's, Click, I, hang up. I, I can in good conscience until, Mm-mm. you know, I, after the smoke clears, if they come back with a bold statement of, you know, yeah, where they're standing firm instead of, well, there can be some disagreements and we're still holding to our traditions and scott says uh, the government monitors periscope we know uh, we were actually banned on youtube a couple days ago our show was taken (laughs) off we got a strike against us yeah the government monitors everything and so far we haven't been flagged on facebook not yet but we're still here scott we're standing strong Anyway, right. I'm not going to belabor that story. Okay, so we got about 15 minutes, but I want really? to just throw wow. out a couple of things. So, um, so there's actually um, there's three other articles, but um, I wanted to just share with you that, um, and I'll just read the, the the headline for this one. What do you guys think is the number is the Bible verse the number one read Bible verse in 2018, uh, according to the U Version Bible app? Well, if you don't know, I'll tell you. It's Isaiah 41.10. And according to CBN News, which... Oh, you watch on YouTube? Okay. Which they, they read here, uh, Isaiah 41.10 is the most popular Bible verse of 2018, according to the Version Bible app. Version says the verse was the most shared, bookmarked, and highlighted among its 350 million users worldwide. And this is what it says. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will up, I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. So, isn't that cool? And by the way, I sent that story to Vicki Fitch because that's her favorite verse. W- wasn't that read at uh, Bush 41's funeral? I think so. Yesterday by one of the granddaughters? I think it was. Was it Lauren or I can't remember? It was one of them. But anyway, that's pretty cool. I love that verse. And then also... Um, oh, we should get to our sponsor. By the way, Definitely. Ariel Ministries is our sponsor. This month, 30% off you can get on anything in the store. You don't need a coupon code. All you got to do is go to Ariel.org, buy $30 worth of stuff, 
and you can save 30 bucks. This, if you want to buy good biblical stuff now, this is the time to do it. This is the only time Ariel usually does this sale. They did it last year at this time as well. Um, and I would highly recommend to get the, the historical geographical DVD study tour of Israel. That is, I think it's $29 actually. So you're going to have to buy one other thing. Buy, you know, if you don't want to buy much, just buy the DVD set and get like one of the Bible studies for three bucks. Yeah. Then you'll be over $30, and then you will save 30% on that order. It's a great, great study. It's a great DVD series. You get four hours of a tour of Israel on seven different DVDs from Dr. Fruchtenbaum and, and others. So especially if you've never been to Israel, um, which I'm sure some of you have, but not everybody, uh, this is a good place to get your stuff. And uh, there's also a brand new Bible study on our website this month. I forgot what it's called. The Fall of Man, I think is what it's called. That's correct. Yeah. I sent out an email today. One, The first email I sent out in a month. <laughs> and I told everybody about that. And, um, and also I told everybody, too, if you want to really stay in touch with me, get on my text message list by texting the term Bible News to 33222. If you do that, then I send out a text in the morning. Usually, I try my best, and then right before the show to remind you, hey, we're coming on if you want to watch the show. And I'm doing I'm doing contests and doing giveaways on that as well. Uh, so far, I haven't I, I I've only had one person unsubscribe, but I don't even know who that was. And I had to block one person too because I don't know who it was. They were sending me some weird weird messages. Uh, so texts, yeah, there we go. It's on the screen. Text Bible News to three three two two two. And I also have a new keyword if you want to text leader tips to also 33222 then I'll send you a leadership or a quote of the day or something like that <laughs> if you want but you don't have to I mean you know it's up to you and then last but not least I will I shall tell you as well uh, you guys know Legal Shield is our side business it actually helps uh, fund this um, the spark naturals code uh, I will get to that. Okay, so Spark Naturals Essential Oil, that's my associate. Uh, that's where I get my essential oil, most of it. John 316 no longer works because they changed the affiliate program, Scott. So uh, what I can do is, uh, I think they're on, it's on our website, right? Under... Yeah, if is it under goes, our sponsors? Yeah. Yeah, if you, if you go to the sponsors page, I'll bring that up. Go yeah. to, um, and then you click here. That's actually my affiliate. Our affiliate. sponsors. Oh, it's not my affiliate link. It's not. It doesn't show up as it in my bar. So, hmm. Huh. Yeah, you have it to. Used you, to. Okay, you have to now click through. Let me highlight. Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, it shows down below. It does. Okay. Yeah. So if you click through on our website, if you want the Spark Naturals, click through on that link. Then I'll get credit for it. Because uh, they they switched it. They reduced their prices some more. Um, and they're actually giving more of a discount than the 20% use or the 10% used to get with that, um, for that. But thanks for asking for that. The other thing is Legal Shield. I was actually talking to somebody about this today. Um, if you're not a member yet of Legal Shield, <clears throat> this is actually for both of you. If you are a member and you're not a member, if you're not a member, um, uh, and you want to sign up before the 15th of this month, has to be the 15th <laughs> in order for me to stay in what I'm the thing. Then um, 
then I will give you your first month free of your membership, whatever it is. If you buy ID Shield or Legal Shield, I will reimburse you that first month. So it's actually a really good time to do it because um, I'm not going to do it again. All right, so that's one thing. If you're already a member and um, you refer somebody to me and they sign up, I will also give you a referral bonus based on what the person buys. So um, this this is this is actually kind of my tent making job outside of doing Bible News Radio. So um, the way you can get in touch with me there is by going to uh, stacyharp.ladiesofjustice.com or wearelegalshield.com or just contact me directly and I'll get in touch with you that way. <clears throat> um, but we have some incentives that have to be completed before the 15th of this month. So if you've been on the fence, you really want to get the product and learn more about it, then get in touch with me uh, before the 15th uh, so that we can we can all make it a win-win. Also, if you are one of my associates and you're here, then I have to tell you, tonight we have training with Vicki in case you didn't get your email. Okay, so you guys get to sit in on that. And that's the other thing. If you want to join my team and become an associate with me as your leader, I am your leader. Yeah, I am. Then <laughs> you will get some of the best training ever uh, because I have the best upline ever. Um, and if you apply yourself and get yourself out there, you're going, you will make money. Okay, so I, you know, it's, I'm just saying you will. So, okay. <clears throat> All right, one last thing. According to CBN News, there's another story. It says here, it's been a tradition for seven decades, that's 70 years, but three wise men display is now the latest target of activists. Yeah, it is. Okay, so. A self-proclaimed civil rights group is giving Michigan's Nuego public school district an ultimatum. Remove the display of the three wise men and a star from the top of an elementary school building or face legal action. Uh, the Michigan Association of Civil Rights Activists, also known as MACRA, says it put the county on notice after getting a complaint from a resident. <laughs> I bet you the resident that complained was a member of this of MACRA. Anyway, we've asked the school to remove what is in essence a nativity scene from the top of the school and from school property. Mitch Kale of Macra said, noting that he believes it to be a clear violation of the U.S. Constitution. If this were on private property, it wouldn't be an issue, he added. But in a now-deleted Facebook post, Nuego Public School Superintendent Peggy Mathis argued that the display is not meant to be religious. Oh, okay, really? Okay, so three wise men on top of a school at Christmas time is not meant to be religious. <laughs> what do they represent? You know, the three musketeers? Oh, yeah, here we are. Wait, the three stooges? <laughs> Do you know that here in Spring Hill, Tennessee, where we live, McDonald's, there, there's the, the Christians that own the three franchises of McDonald's here in our area. Every year, every year we've been here, which is six years this month. It's hard to believe we've been here six years. Every year, that family puts a hue full on Jesus is the reason Merry Christmas nativity scene on the windows of their McDonald's. In fact, it made... I think it was national news because we posted it and then every, it kind of went viral that that these Christians who own McDonald's, how dare they do that? I mean, 
you know, the nerve, I say. <clears throat> anyway, Nuego Public Schools has a legitimate secular purpose for the display, she wrote. We are both upholding the community's tradition of celebrating a public holiday and attempting to point towards the importance of wisdom, knowledge, and open-mindedness, which is what now the three wise men stand for. <laughs> By the way, there was way more than three wise men, just so you know. If you actually read the Bible, it says like a whole bunch went. It wasn't Does... just three. They focus on the three because of that song, We Three well, Men from well, Orient, actually... We Are, and because of the gifts that Jesus received. Well, it's, Gold, frankincense, it's, and myrrh. It's just plural on the Greek. It could have been two. Could have been. It's just more than one. It, it but, was probably more than three, though. Yeah, Because there probably, was three gifts given. Yeah, they yeah. probably they probably wouldn't have been traveling alone anyway. So it says but most two. citizens of the small Michigan town also support keeping the display, which has been part of Nuego's um, Christmas tradition since the 1940s. It's just a symbol of our community. Nuego resident Amy Postma told Eastern Michigan CBS affiliate 9 and 10 News, it's always been there and we love it. You, you can't just take away something that we've always done, she continued. It's not harming anyone. It's not hurting one. So live and let live. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> anyway, are we related? Yeah, he married me. He asked me to marry him. I said yes. I'm not going to read the rest of the article. You guys already know how it ends. It's like the atheist type complainers. They're complaining. They're they're setting up their own stupid nativity scenes, which have nothing to do with anything, because they can't think about you know original idea on their own. They have to mock Christianity and stuff. It's like, hey, yeah, oh, we'll do an atheist nativity scene, and I'm like, really? <laughs> How dumb is that? That's the stupidest thing I've heard. All right. Meanwhile, the Bible, which everybody loves, uh, it says here. On the Christian Post, one of the oldest English copies of the Bible sells at auction for over $47,000. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Oh, by the way, earlier, just so you know, um, I don't know if Scott's still here, but yeah, he is. So earlier I was talking about how Scott, I didn't, I didn't reveal it was Scott, but he was the one that gave me a sock monkey. I still have it. It's sitting on my dresser. Two of them, actually. He donated you know, so a, a cricket cutie, you know, that's nothing in comparison, just so you know. But anyway, so, <laughs> so one of the oldest English copies of the Bible, Bible um, sells at auction for over $47,000, $47,000. A rare copy of one of the new first New Testaments to be published England, in England in English has sold to a private collector for the equivalent of nearly $48,000. The 1500 the, the 1536 text was translated from Hebrew and Greek by renowned English scholar William Tyndale, one oh. of the most well-known figures of the Protestant Reformation, who Tyndale believed Bible. who believed that everyone should be able to read the Bible in their own language. Mm -hmm. The piece is titled "The New Testamenti, Yea, Once Again," corrected by William Tyndale. I know I said that wrong. Randall should say it because he'll say it right. Go for it. Uh, the New Testament, yet once again, corrected by <laughs> William Tyndale. <laughs> It's just the. <laughs> you never know if I'm being serious, do you? But, but, but back in <laughs> back in the day, 
you know. So that's how you used to spell again was A G A Y N E. Some people did. Really? Some people didn't. There Apparently, were, there were no standards. You look at a 1611. Uh, we have a replica of the 1611 okay. King James Bible, and you'll find the words a word spelled different ways. There there weren't standards in the day. Yeah. Um, because uh, it was not printed much you know books were still expensive and so you know um you know languages are always to my knowledge spoken before they're written and so anyway there weren't standards for spelling and the ones we have now are kind of weird uh hasn't improved much but at least they're standards you know there's no real good rules to spelling in english but at least you know we've anyway so yes, some some of it was spelled that way. Oh, gotta be Gil day. came into our chat room and asks, "Why are we hating the LGBT community?" Gil, why are you hating the LGBT community? You said the plural we, so you must be talking about yourself, right? I'll wait for your who's, answer. Who's hating the LGBT community? <laughs> I don't know. Gil Gil seems to think that he's hating the LGBTQ community. That's why he asked, "Why are we oh, hating the?" Oh, yeah. So, by Always the way, speaking so, of him and another group. So somebody else said, "You have the coolest family name, Harp." Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it, it goes back. You wouldn't believe how many times we're referred to as the Hearts. Yeah. What's funny is I actually have a friend. That Instruments, is his, not an that animal. Is his last name is Hart. Yeah, mm. uh, hating, but standing up for truth. Apostle Jamie says. Andrea, Andrea, what? Andrea Lofaro, 98, has joined. Thank you for joining. (laughs) Do you want to return to the article or? Uh, yeah, sure. No, no, no. Can I, can I read the, yeah, I mean, basically that was it. Okay. So the, okay, the last article, this is by, uh, um, Albert Einstein. So listen to this article. This says the latest Bible inscribed by Einstein fails to find buyer. So Albert Einstein, you guys know, was a genius, right? Yeah. And a Jew. But was he a Christian? That is the question under under uh, consideration. So according to this article, it says here, uh, the latest on auctions of two Einstein artifacts, uh, a Bible inscribed by Al- Albert Einstein has failed to sell at auction in New York City. The auction house Sotheby's says the leatherette bound Bible that Einstein gave to an employee in 1932 did not find a buyer at Friday's sale of rare books and manuscripts. The famed physicist inscribed the Bible, quote, this book is an inexhaustible source of living wisdom and consolation. Wow. Okay. The pre-sale estimate was 200000 to $300,000. Still coming up is the sale featuring a 1954 letter in which Einstein declared, quote, the word God is for me nothing more than the expression and pr- product of human weaknesses. The Bible, a collection of honorable but still primitive legends. Huh. The letter will be auctioned at Christie's on Tuesdays. So it goes on to say, did Albert Einstein believe in God? The famous physicist was constantly questioned about his religious beliefs during his lifetime. Two Einstein artifacts being auctioned in New York could contain clues to the spiritual beliefs of the 20th century's best-known thinker. Sotheby's is auctioning a Bible Friday in which Einstein inscribed in 1932. This book is an inexhaustible source of living wisdom and consolation. And then uh, then the letter in 1954... Numerous years later, 
The word God is for me nothing more than the expression and product of human weaknesses, the Bible, a collection of honorable but still primitive legends. Walter Isaacson, the author of a 2007 biography of Einstein, says his feelings about spirituality varied over time. Seems to be the case. Yeah. Well, and he was Jewish, right? Yes. Like me, by the way. Happy Hanukkah, people. Probably not just like you. I think he was probably more Jewish than I you. I think are. he was probably more Jewish than me. <laughs> Genetically speaking. Hey, I'm still Jewish. I'm celebrating Hanukkah, just so you know. Why is our menorah not out? We should have... I don't know where it is. We should have five candles out. We should. We're like fifth day here. By the way, I have to give a shout out to Allie Cohen and Doug Cohen, who are Jewish. Uh, they actually have helped me with my... Latest thing. By the way, I only need one more person to reach my 20 core people that I share with Legal Shield with this month in order to get on a phone call with the CEO of Legal Shield and the top seller. So if you want me to send you a video and you can go ahead and click the link and watch it, you don't have to watch it. But I would prefer if you did and then bought the Legal Shield from me. But here's the thing just let me know <laughs> and I will, I'll send you the link and then I'll be at my 20 people. But Doug and Allie last night, they actually, they clicked the link for me. Allie's like, we have lawyers in our family. We don't really need this. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Tomorrow is free for all Friday, I think. The show tomorrow will be pretty much like it is today, just so you know. And I will give you an update on if anybody gives me a cutie or not. And once I get it, I will highlight it and I'll take a picture and I'll I'll share it with you all because I believe I know I believe you will get me one or two maybe three <laughs> and then I can mock my friend who has three and who posts them in her Instagram you know story and uh and then you know go really I can't believe that you were so selfish that you wouldn't share one of your three cuties with me now I have six of them ha 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 and you don't have that many. And so I'm going to take a picture and mock you now in my Instagram photos with my six cuties because I'm better than you are. That's <laughs> That sounds very Christian. Not. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> I'm only half kidding. Randall's well, like. Well, the half. The half. <laughs> There's a half that's not that worries me. <laughs> no, seriously. Hey, if you want to get me a Christmas gift, but that would be it right there. This shall not covet. Hmm? Shall not covet. <laughs> you shall not covet your neighbor's cutie. Yes. <laughs> anything. Anything that is thy neighbor's, the word says. And that anything cutie certainly falls into the category of anything you should throw the cutie up online just so everybody can see what we're talking about because some new people came in all right there it is people no it's the it's other side oh right there there you go that's what i would like for christmas a cricket cutie look how cute that is it, i mean it literally lives up to its name actually you know what it looks like kind of it looks like an alien with antlers you know it, it looks like a cricket. That's probably actually kind of a, a mock cricket. Yeah, an anthropomorphized cricket. <sighs> yeah. Well, we will have a cutie count to see how many we get. Because I know you guys love me. And you'll just do this to humor me. I know you will. 
<laughs> all right. In all seriousness, if you um, need anything from me and Bareface, just let us know. You know where to get us. Uh, and tomorrow we'll be back at the same time. Um, and all that. So let me know what you, if you haven't joined our text message list, text Bible News to 33222. And we will see you tomorrow, right? Be bold, people. Like that girl in that video we showed you. Stand up, people. Like that cutie does in that picture. And go with God. Because <laughs> he loves you. I'll talk to you later.